Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Raf Shoshana. <laughs> uh, this week we will talk about the Monday show, Emily Oster, and the Thursday show, Ken Reed's Fancy Earpiece, Robin Shore's Picnic Chic, and Canadian Desserts. First, little Rafi. It's been a while since I've seen you. M- mere days. <laughs> How have you been? We just got back from Pennsylvania. We um, just got back. I feel like, like I said to you guys, I literally said I feel like I'm on East Coast time still to somebody like the day after. <laughs> I was a little groggy. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine. I'm used to uh, my body's internal clock mm. getting kicked in the tank. <laughs> so I feel great. That trip was awesome. Um, I reflecting on on it over the course of the week and i couldn't love lauren kelly anymore i don't think like the more i see her and hang around her is like she's just a gem she really is ari ymbf's sweetheart it was awesome to go out and visit with her awesome to visit with my my old pal jen it was just a fun weekend let's do it again (laughs) what was your highlight of the weekend my highlight was hanging out in Lauren's house drawing and watching Seinfeld that was like so homey I just felt like I for me when I go on a trip it's not my favorite thing to do touristy things I do like to do it because you you're there so you might as well do it but like my favorite things are just like living as someone else's in their life and just being a part of their life and it was really cool to be in her house and just chilling with her like like we live there and it was kind of overcast it was just like the whole thing was awesome what was your highlight um Difficult to say, difficult to pick one. Mm. Um, I totally forgot that we hung out in her house and we were having <laughs> a lot of fun drawing because I am not an artiste. Same. Well, uh, Lisa has been taking classes. <laughs> um, so I, I completely forgot about that, but that was a lot of fun. Um, it's like one of those things that you don't plan, but just happened. It was like, I remember thinking, okay, I want to see her before the trip. I want to see her town. That'll be cool. That, that'll be nice but i'm excited to go check out philly all the history blah 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 and it's like once i got there i'm like this is the show <laughs> this is where i need to be this is like super awesome and her town is really cool very pretty um the italian dinner was not great and it's byob which was a byo bummer <laughs> only because we were not prepared right i mean had we been prepared I, my food was good mine was okay it was fine the the mozzarella thing was really awesome, actually. The one that I the ordered bread, and the forced bread on everyone. The bread was amazing. That was like the most expensive mozzarella appetizer I've ever seen. It was worth it. <laughs> it I would, really was. If, if I were not trying to stay alive, I could eat that every day. Yeah. That and the bread and BYO uh, wine. Um, the bread was there. It was all right. I, I, <laughs> it had so much garlic on it that it was almost like spicy. It was so good. <laughs> had some bite and lots of butter. Um, so you couldn't pinpoint what was your, it might, it might've been that at the, at the house. Um, I feel like we had good times in the hotel. Like we also, um, we were taking (laughs) pictures in a chair and I spilled like a seltzer all over myself because I'm an idiot. (laughs) The pictures Um, wouldn't uh, reflect that. You look like a professional uh, drink balancer. motherfucking filming me as I was cleaning it up. (laughs) So there's a video of me on my hands and knees (laughs) just of my butt in the air. Oh, 
there is. And then I once I knew she was recording me, I threw my the uh, towel that I was cleaning with. I threw it at you, hoping to hit you right in the face. But I hit the camera perfectly. Uh, maybe we'll post that on the BFF yeah, Facebook group. That would be good. I should also post a video of you trying to get your pen to work. But also, uh, uh... if people haven't listened to the last episode, or first of all, it's, it was great. But so listen. But if you haven't listened, we did pop in and check in. And we got tattoos and matching tattoos. I got two tattoos, one to match Jen, one to match you guys. What was your experience? This was your first tattoo, which was kind of major because we got them on our hands. I actually got a little claustrophobic the first couple of days. I was like, oh, my God, I have a hand tattoo. Like, kind of freaked out a little bit. But um, am I in a good parking spot? I'm not encroaching. You're fine. Okay. Um, The first time getting tattooed, I... Didn't want to go first, um, partly because even though I knew this was not going to happen, (laughs) is I was like, well, I mean, if I go first, and what if you guys change your minds? I'm like, oh, you know what? We're not going to get that one instead. And then I'd be (laughs) like, oh, okay, this is fucked up. That would be super. By the way, that'd be grounds for like never speaking to us ever again. And by the way, the people with tattoos most likely are not the ones to back out. Well, also true, but. (laughs) And I was just like, ah, I'm going to let them go first. I don't, I also, I don't think it makes much of a difference because like it's literally drawn on your hand already. Yeah. But I don't want to be the first one because I'm like, what if he, I don't know about you. Mm. Like sometimes in the morning, like the first thing you do, it's like you're clumsy. Like you got to get warmed up. I'm, I, I always say that I'm like an old car. Like I take a I while to get warmed up to start oh. running properly. You know, the fluid's going to start flowing. Oh my God. And in my case, it's usually coffee and or alcohol that I'm talking about. But, um, but okay, so. I was just we, like, I want him to do one of you first. You dick, first of all. But also, he could have already done a tattoo that day. Yeah, for sure. He probably did. Oh. But still, I he's doing this same design on us, kind of. So I want him oh, to, you so know. work out the kinks Get it on out us. on one of you. Like, yeah, what if he's like, oh, I uh, made the jagged part too fucked up i might well, want to okay, change so that i don't know going against your theory i know it's I'm traced thinking, on us it, but not only that but like sense. i'm thinking like i'll relate it to playing pool or pool playing uh, going bowling my first game awesome mm. then it t- didn't deteriorates quickly <laughs> so maybe the first one's the best one then he's like i Anne thought Marie about did that this. too I, I, I paid too much attention on the first one i'll just like coast through these others right but i was and then i was also thinking it it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, back to the tattoo yeah, itself. Yeah. For your first one. Um. So I did not know what to expect pain-wise. Mm-hmm. I just know everyone says that tattoos are painful. And I also think a lot of people are wimps. Yeah. Um. So I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was curious to see what it felt like. Yeah. And um, you guys all got tattoos on, like, the left side. So I was the only one facing the opposite direction right. when I got mine. So... It was, it felt weird because I couldn't see you guys, which I think was better oh, for me. Oh, okay. Um, but once he started, I was like a little bit nervous, but also not nervous because I, I think I've told you or I said it then that like when I get a flu shot or whatever, like I kind of like the the poke. Oh. Um, so I wasn't like scared or anything i was just like nervous it's like something i've never done right um and once he started i was like oh that feels different than i thought and the way i described it is i felt like it was going to be more like if you took a needle and dragged it along yes but it's not it's like more stabby more pokey 
is what I said. Um, and that was very accurate. So and, I couldn't think of another word that would describe it better. But if you told someone that didn't have one that it's pokey, they still wouldn't get it until they got it. And they're like, now I get that. Yeah. <laughs> and like he was saying, um, and when you think about it, it makes sense that like you got to push that ink into the skin. So right. it's like, um, it I don't know, it'd be like it's like a sewing machine. It's basically. like, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so and it was like a five minute tattoo. It's tiny. Yes. So, yeah. We both got, so we got matching half hearts on our hands, and hopefully other people will join in. Super mm-hmm. fan Megan, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> oh, I've already been giving a shit about it. I said, when, when are we going? So I know we were saying that the that men get it on their right hand, women get it on their left. What I was thinking is, is if you want to match up with me, you get it on the right. If you want to match up with Rafi, you get it on your left. <laughs> yeah, Megan, get it on your right then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, I've only, I've, only gotten two tattoos at one time one other time so i've never had two two gotten two tattoos in one day and i don't think i showed it but i get so excited when i'm getting a tattoo and like i just held it in but like zip all of the stuff like when they're like cleaning your hand and like just all the like stuff to to build up to it i'm like oh my god i was getting a little bit giddy it was very exciting no boy (laughs) and then afterwards when they like wipe it clean like the whole production i fucking love uh, but and the whole time we we're there, we we're like, and then my next tattoo is gonna be this, and then we're gonna get that. We were talking about like future tattoos already. It's like speaking of the next meal when you're eating something. <laughs> <laughs> so um, about the the getting it on your left or your right, mm. even if you do get it on like the opposite hand, we still kind of would match up. It's just like the hearts would be sixty nineing though. Right. So then, if that's what you're into and looking for, then Who that's isn't? well. I mean, maybe fifty percent of the audience would probably want to do that. Yeah. Well, it's 69, baby. <laughs> Not you, the, the audience. <laughs> Come 69 us. <laughs> okay. Um, But yeah, I miss Lauren and Jen and I just miss, you know, it, I was ready to come home by the third day just because I missed my kids and my house and just my city. I just missed everything. But um, after I left, I was like, man, I wish I could go back to that moment and go back to uh, Lauren's house and just like hang out. Super cool. And she was a great hostess, got us all snacks and drinks, and it uh, was very helpful throughout the weekend. And I got to have a um, a lantern fly land on me and possibly bite me. <laughs> that was like really, okay, I'm getting the full experience. If you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> I was talking about it to people last night, and they were so perplexed. They're like, so like a lightning bug? I'm like, no, it's a lantern fly. And they're like, so does it light up? I'm like, no. They're like, but lantern. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know why it's called that. There were, there were so many questions last night that I actually had to Google, Google it this morning. Like, okay, I need to figure out what the hell. They don't light up. No, they don't. They're from Asia. That's all I got. Oh, okay. I Maybe didn't they're, think that because was necessary. They're kind of, that's the only info that was there. Oh, that reminds me, Lisa. Um, oh, Jesus. What was the hotel room at the place that I met you guys at? When I first flew in. <laughs> 311? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Is it interesting? Mm-hmm. And our room in the next one was 331. I was like, ooh, almost. No, your you, were, band. you were 209. Um, That was the third one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went to three different hotels, so. We did? I don't <laughs> even remember. <laughs> the very first one was the one that you didn't stay at. The oh, high yeah. and 
anxiety. So we did hotel room. What was the one in Bethlehem? Bethlehem was the oh, yeah, little Marriott yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever we were, it was. Okay, that one. Where there was, was a wedding and a church service there. Okay. Okay. Across yeah, from yeah, where yeah. do we eat breakfast? Perkin Perkies. Perkins. <laughs> shout out to Perkins. That was a great waffle. Um, do you have any shout outs? Boy, do I. Groovy. First and foremostly, shout out to Lauren Kelly. We got to meet her parents. We mm-hmm. met her son. Um, we did not get to meet the other son, but one day, uh, it was just great to see Lauren again and go around the city and stay at her home briefly and meet her dogs, Doc and Mona, the the Muppet himself, Doc. I got to finally meet. Um, yeah, it was amazing. And also, shout out to your friend, East Coast Jen got to meet her. We talked crap about you. <laughs> it was kind of like being with you. That's what I was um, going to ask. <laughs> because when I got to the hotel, she said, oh, Lisa's still in bed, but like, I want coffee. And I was like, oh, well, I'm starving. So let's go. And uh, you're like, nice to meet you. Let's go have breakfast. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, it was very natural. So that was fun. Um, also, a big shout out to Trice and Leanne and Jen, a.k.a. Dr. Bozo, for hosting In Lieu of Us. You guys did a great job. I really love Trice's intro. And um, I've mentioned it to you when, I, when I'm always saying, like, when are we going to end this or I need to quit this show. Right. Um, I've said it before that I think Trice is the heir apparent. And uh, yeah. I'm, it's good Agreed. to know that uh, Actually, maybe when the three of I them. choose to leave. yeah, He'll yeah. run the show. They'll be the group. Yeah. I guess we're done. Is this it? We're calling it now? That's it. That's the show. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, a shame. And I think that is all of my shout outs. If I think of anyone else, I'll let you know. But Lisa. Yes, sir. Do you have any shout outs? Because we've got six minutes till breakfast. Ooh. I have a slew. A slew. I might have enough time just for that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, shout out to Brittany and the TNC. Shout out to East Coast Jen. So much fun to catch up with you. And it's like we once we're back together again it's like there's there's not been a day apart like we're just right back into the same old shit talking (laughs) um but yeah it was uh, awesome to hang out with you and just the whole weekend was great shout out to lauren kelly once again just for showing us her town her state just being her super awesome uh shout out to trace you did a great job on the show i super enjoyed it maybe he needs to just do it once a month just like take a little load off. Maybe two, three, four <laughs> times a month. Can we just pop in? We'll call the hotline. Uh, awesome job on the intro. Um, unfortunately, that means you're going to have to do it for for us probably weekly. So good job being so good. Uh, shout out to Dr. Jen for joining in and, and Leanne. Both of you both of you bozos were amazing. <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. It's so, It's so much fun to hear hear it when we're not doing it i mean i like to hear it when you're doing it but you know my voice is a little grating shout out to uh jason from steel city tattoo for giving us tattoos he was a lovely guy fine gentleman did us right shout out to nina hartley michelle smith sorry i don't know why i stopped on smith because that's a hard name (laughs) uh zumeri jane Dr. Angela, we're going to take you up on this offer to go out to uh, Frank Coley's here in uh, downtown Orange at some point, hopefully. Um, shout out to Tamara Haller, Ray Morgan, Ulysses, 
Scott Marquez and Lee Bruns. Um, also, on the BFF from last week, they were talking about miss, uh, call it, miss saying someone's name or like something. They said, oh, this is the point where Lisa and Ruffy will... Or they said this would be a good Seinfeld episode. And they're like, this is the point. And it's like, yeah, there was a Seinfeld episode. Um, the Sues. So, you know. Yeah, there was two things yeah. um, or two episodes that you could relate it to. And I forget what the other one was. But yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because Seinfeld is life. And thank you for knowing us enough to know that that's what we would be talking about. I have a quick call out to you, Rafi, from when you and Ooh. Scott were on um, and Trice. And you were um, asked questioning mm-hmm. his edamame purchase mm-hmm. at a grocery store what sort of charmed life are you living that edamame just falls from the sky from you like wherever you go no i think w- my it's point, just free whenever you walk into restaurants my point <laughs> mm. was um lost in in the the mix because mm. what i was saying is like who goes to a grocery store like i'm gonna buy edamame Me? like when i go to the grocery store i'm like <laughs> i want something good i said it was like it's like going to the store to buy rice cakes like that's not fun go to trader okay. joe's and get your spicy what was the shit that you just got oh those thai spicy snack mix yeah like shit like that like go spice well, up your life all, baby at trader joe's they do have edamame hummus but oh, yeah. i've but, i've bought edamame edamame many times and been excited about it because if you go to trader joe's they have well lots of places they have the shelled kind and i'll throw that in salads and I fucking love edamame. I have made it whole, and that's fine, but it's better at a restaurant. And I do grow it, too. So, I mean, it's, any which way. It was. It just, to me, sounded like a... It's, I mean, not everything I buy at the grocery store is exciting, but for that's some reason, that <laughs> is what stuck out to me. Like, I imagine Trice going just to the store, just getting his sad edamame and going home. <laughs> well, the funny thing for me is, like, I'm. I feel like I'm living life a little, like... I'm getting edamame. That means I'm adding something special to whatever I'm making. Like, I'm kicking it up a notch. Like, when I made fried rice the last time, I'm like, I'm going to add some chunks of pineapple and some edamame. Like, Settle down, Emerald. <laughs> Spicing it up over here. I, it's the spice of life, edamame. <laughs> that it is. It's so delicious and buttery. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I, I have digress a call out. by weeks. By weeks. All right. What's your call out? I have a call out to you. Oh, for calling me out via text mm, um, mm. that I'm was glad then, you're bringing this up because good lord we need more talk on this that was then brought up on the episode I as a call out on your behalf by Dr. Jen I Bozo. Dr. Jen for that thank <laughs> you very much I don't think anyone understood it but I did and no. Rafi did yeah um, and, and you know we'll argue about this the next time we're all in per- person yeah um, is that all because yeah. we've got some voicemails to get to Ooh. really quick uh, first, if you want to call the hotline, the number, as always, is 818-BFF-0732, and you can do uh, exactly what this gentleman did. Hey, Lee Bruns out here in Waterdown, South Dakota. Uh, not a whole lot going on. I enjoyed the last Thursday episode with David Huntsberger. I thought him and Wendy uh, did a, a, a pretty fair job with their little improv on the Patreon, uh, a new Patreon member improv song. I thought that was kind of cute. Uh, not a lot going on. I'm a little behind on the BFF podcast. Um, hope everyone's doing well. It's uh, rainy and uh, busy as always out here in South Dakota. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you, Lee. Um, I cannot wait to uh, hear from you again. Uh, we've got another message right here. Rob! 
Croft, Lee Bruns here. Damn glad to hear you got yourself a Grom. Fantastic motorcycle. Uh, man, that thing will be an absolute blast. You can hop that thing up all day long, modify it any way you like. I don't know if you want to take it on the freeway system out there, but it'll do anything else you want. Huge fun. Racing classes for them if you want. Oh, man. Congratulations there, Roth. You're going to have a hell of a good time on that ground. Those things are a blast. Very jealous. Very jealous. Take care, buddy. We'll see you. Oh, so nice. Thank you for calling in, Lee. Uh, yes, I put 93 miles on it on the first day. <laughs> and I scared. Oh, shout out to Megan and yes. Lauren again because they thought I died. Yeah. Um, Because my phone died on the way back. Back Your from Red story Wins. was so harrowing. <laughs> it was um, so much heroin. <laughs> and uh, so thank you, Lee. Um, I will be sending you pictures and asking you for advice and questions uh, all the time now. So You know that road trip you're going to do or that we are going to do? We should do it on Hop the, on the ground. tiny motorcycles. <laughs> yes. Okay. We can dumb and dumber it all the way out to South Dakota. Speaking um, of raining, it was fucking crazy the other night here. It was just thunder and lightning just no out of nowhere. Cares. It was awesome. And what he was talking about it being rainy, it reminded me. It was like 95 degrees and hot. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, I guess the... All right. Anyway, that was nice of you to call, Lee. Great to hear your voice again. Um, yeah, catch up on the show, man. No, I'm just kidding. Just yeah. be... Actually, I'm glad he called in. I like it when people call in because I know we don't always... We can't always make time. For people to be on because we're literally sitting in a parking lot right now, uh, downtown Orange, uh, waiting for a restaurant to open so we can go eat and pig out <laughs> and get some drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice when people call in a chat, kind of, at least hear their voice. And they're part of it. Someone else, you know. Yeah. And on that note, uh, we'll be back with Monday after we get some food so and two. drinks. Yeah. All right. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. With the magic of editing we just had lunch drinks ice cream we went to the native american store i got some sage some sweet grass it's almost as if we weren't gone are you gonna fall asleep little i'll be fine all right let me i hope i don't want this guy to join us (laughs) i actually did not bring my knife oh i know this is what happens you can go on vacation you have no knife you start getting used to it but you're right i did miss it i missed it a lot you gotta have a knife you're crazy if you don't Mm-hmm. It's just because of the shorts I'm wearing. Their pockets are weird. Anyway, should we talk about um, Monday? Yes. All right, so Emily Oster is on. She is an author. And from what I gathered, it's mostly parenting books. Um, So that's cool for her. I know this is, like, right up Allison's alley. Um, I was never into the parenting books. But I think uh, there's a lid for every pot. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah? What'd you think about her? I thought she was okay. I looked her up after I heard she was going to be on. And it turns out that she's, like, one of the people that was cited by that cunty cunt Mm. in the old uh, White House about reopening schools. Oh, Hillary? No. Oh. I think it was Biden. Anyway. I thought you... Oh, I, I guess I just assumed woman. I should not be gendering cunt. My bad. No, no, no. The the cunty cunt is... I already forgot. 
But she did some study on coronavirus or something, and she said that school should reopen because whatever. Oh, she's the one? Yeah. That's cool. Well, she was talking about, I don't know how they got onto this, but the process of choosing restaurants. And I think it's so (laughs) funny because you think about it. And it really depends. It's situational. It depends on who you're having dinner with. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I would dread trying to come up with a restaurant between Daniel and Allison. That sounds like the worst idea ever. And actually, one thing that you and I have done, we had like a list of them and you put them into an app and did like yeah, a, wheel a wheel of fortune, <laughs> a wheel of restaurants, which was fun. I thought about doing that with the kids. Uh, their grandma does that, but they, they have like a list on like, she laminated a card that has like a bunch of restaurants on it and then they just like pick. But I was thinking there's a bunch of restaurants just in my city that I've never been to or the kids haven't been to. And I thought, why don't I just write them all down? It's just like, all right, we're just going to be more adventurous and like get out and like do more stuff and try new things. Um, and not just do the same three things that we always do. So I thought about doing that, but between you and I, I feel like we got it and then I'm like oh I need to overly give you a bunch of options and that, I don't know why I do that and, it, and I know it's annoying and it has to it's like okay lady just like pick something but how do you what's your way of picking a restaurant if it's just well if it's just you by yourself you probably it's probably easier but it is but I think with me um, I think I stick to what I know I don't think yeah. I'm like exploring that much but for a group of people, mm. hmm. it's tough because you have to think of dietary needs. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, for me, I'm a go with the flow. Like whatever everybody wants, I'm cool with. But that doesn't always get decisions made. I am also in that camp. I think. I also feel bad, like for like let's say for today, picking the restaurant. I was really craving this place because I went here a few weeks ago and I had the salad that I really liked, this drink I really liked. So. I wanted to come here, but it's also very, like, you have to drive all the way out here. So I more want to be like, let's do what you want to do. And then we ended up doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we got the ice cream. That was delish. Yeah. That was a worthy cause. Um, they talked about family mission statements and self-mission statements. Have you ever had mm. that much um, organization in your life or that much I don't even know what the word would be just to say, like, I'm going to make a mission statement for my life. I think it's something I should probably do because maybe I'm a little too, like, whatever about life. But have you made a mission statement? It's to stay awake. Absolutely not. Yeah. How are you going to drive home? How am I going to drive home? I'm going to go to sleep in my car. Okay, Um, No, I don't have a mission statement. I always like looking at, like, companies' mission statements Mm. because you would think it's only to make profit. Right. You would think. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I would think, I don't know if I would want, should I look at my life as more of a business? Maybe. Yes. I've got to put these things You've out there. You've got a lot of customers. Oh. <laughs> On myfans.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you imagine if you were scrolling through OnlyFans and you saw my mug? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you can say your feet. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's called um, myfeet.com. So, oh, that's WikiFeed, huh? Oh, no, that's movies? Okay, I'll shut up now. Um, Allison was totally weirded out by the fact that Emily goes to bed at 10 and gets up at 5, and I'm like, that sounds exactly normal. 
that's the perfect for me. That's a per, for me. I get a, I do like ten thirty to eleven, and then wake up at six. And I think like that's perfect because you're still staying up a little bit late, but then you get up early and you have the whole day, and think to think about going back to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But do you think that was that doesn't seem so strange? That's like a, a good night's sleep. That's not like oh my gosh, what? Um, yeah. Especially for Allison. I mean, before Allison, yes. But now she wakes up. She's got kids. They don't let you sleep. Yeah. Um, I wonder what... Is the nanny there, like, every day? That is and a very good question. And what time does she show up? That is a very good question. So I was wondering... I need to put my resume in over at her house. <laughs> because I have, you know, some hours that I could, like, maybe be burning over there. You have some hours? Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Um, Which hours? 8.30 till one thirty. I could be doing something else besides all the stuff I do. Okay. I mean, I would say maybe don't fill every empty second of your day. Yeah. Because then you never get a break. But yeah, that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm good. My kids are pretty, like, self-sufficient. Now, they just need to be driven places. Everything else... It's gravy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's disgusting. Okay, so they talked a little bit about Allison's obsession with Rhode Island, and I feel like I'm just going to save that for Thursday and just combine it with <laughs> Emily's and, you know, the, all the New England Oh, talk. my God, we're still on Monday. I know. <laughs> We've only been recording for seven minutes. Okay, one other thing for Monday, and then we can move on. She pre-recorded her live reads. Yes, on Monday they were pre-recorded, not on Thursday, but on Monday. Yeah. Can you believe it? I can't. And I wonder as Dr. Jen said that she might be listening. And 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 in addition to that, I believe Dr. Jen said she would up her, the ante and support her on Patreon if she did live reads. What do you think about that, Roth? You think she listens to BFF? <laughs> yes. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, I think she listens to BFF. Should we talk about Thursday? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I will jump in. My hair is just so dumb. All right. While you take a little schnoozy Susie, uh-huh. let's move on to Thursday. Oh, shit. Whoop. Put that on <laughs> vibrate. <laughs> Zip. We were her little beaver tail sent in by Terry Warona <laughs> on Patreon. We for sure have been beaver tails before. Uh-huh. This has come up, and I meant to do my due diligence. I meant to do my homework and go back and actually look, because these are repeats. Man. Um, I do want to try one of these, and I also would like to try a lobster tail, as Ken Reed said, because that's New Englandy and cute. Um, Ken Reed and Robin Shore were on. Now let's get into the Rhode Island moving. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you not here, it's not going to be funny. Um, okay, so Allison is obsessed with moving to Rhode Island, Rhode Island based on pictures she's seen on Instagram. The fact that Emily was like, 
Yeah, they have hiking, like trying to sweeten the deal. This guy with his umbrella. <laughs> um, he has two umbrellas. What the hell? Okay. Who? This oh, guy. wow. <laughs> Neither of them from the Native American store. That is correct, sir. Um, so, she's obsessed with it. Uh, Emily mentioned hiking, and I just started laughing because I'm like, that's not going to sweeten the deal. But I love that Tony was like, oh, yeah, you're going to love it from all the hiking. <laughs> Uh, but I was thinking Allison has so much available to her where she lives already and she's not taking advantage of any of that. So if she's going to be in, in Rhode Island, she's going to be doing the same thing, not doing anything, not going out, not seeing stuff, not going to hike for sure. Um, but I most loved on Thursday. I love when Ken Reed is on. I love how honest and open and just funny that he is, but also his, uh, uncensored version of New England was precious and priceless and I loved it and I feel like all of the states that I've wanted to go to like he just cut he cut out the middleman I don't have to go to any of these places I'm fine little Rafi what do you think about moving to the east coast that sounds awful so I agree so here's the thing now that I've been to Pennsylvania I liked it I loved actually I loved it but it's mostly just to visit friends. To me, when I was looking at this place, as much as I loved Bethlehem, Philly was just another city and all of the problematic U.S. history. I don't think I want to live around that. But also, it made me realize that the guy the guy with the umbrellas is now brushing his teeth. Okay. Um, it made me realize that if I'm going to uproot my whole life to go somewhere, make a big move, which it is to do that. I need to go somewhere that I'm more drawn to. And that would be the Pacific Northwest. That's where I feel I've never... Like, that's the only trip I've ever been on where I don't want to leave. I don't want to go home. Every other trip, I'm ready to go home after a few days. Same. (laughs) So, it's not... I love old also. I love everything that it has history and is old. But I feel like... The East Coast is a different kind of old. I don't want a two-story house. I don't want... I I don't know. For me, it's just different. I want a ranch-style house. I want it to be old. I like a little old town. But I don't know. It's going to be tough because I live in a place where I can... What's important to me is growing food all year long and doing being outside and having my windows open. And I don't want it to be humid. And I don't want to deal with snow. Like I can vacation in snow. I can just drive to it. But I don't want to live in it. And I don't want to live in any of the other stuff. Like the other day it rained. It was so awesome and exciting. But I don't want that every day of my life. That's not that's not my lifestyle. And I love the sun. It's crazy how much Allison hates it. When I walk outside and the sun hits me, I literally out loud say, Oh my God, that fucking feels so good. I love the sun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, here comes the sun. So also... Robin was talking about walking on cobblestones and Birkenstocks. (laughs) And I was thinking that's another thing because I love my heels. And I knew at a certain point I won't be probably able to wear heels anymore. But like much like my long hair, long hair, all whatever the thing is saying is long hair. Don't care till I die. I want to wear heels for the rest of my life as long as I can. But that in uh, cobblestones, I don't think that's going to work out. And, you know, that's that's not my uh, 
wheelhouse. Anyways, it's good to vacation there, but I don't know if I would want to live there. I think it's like magical and it's like something of postcards and and paintings and whimsy, but I don't know if it's for me. Allison didn't say hello to Tony until like the 11 minute mark. And apparently there's somebody on Twitter that is doing the time check. And he said he is the Tony time check czar as the carb czar is. And I thought, I feel like we do this every single week. She doesn't introduce him until at least eight minutes in usually. The longest is about 15. And I don't think it's a bit, but I do think, I think the beginnings of the Thursday show need to be reined in a bit as far as introductions and not going in get great length into conversations about stuff just like introduce everybody and then I don't know anyway this picnic chic wedding this sounds like it needs to be my next wedding if I am so inclined to jump off the deep end again jump off the deep end that doesn't make sense um but what she described there sorry my dentures are loose um was exactly what i pictured like plaid and very actually to to be honest like very new englandy like uh feel connecticut-y clothing uh that's what i pictured and i that sounds kind of kind of cool and i love that tony wrote chic s-h-e-i-k that is like the best thing i've ever heard it's okay i thought so yeah i know so (laughs) tony played a record scratch and allison thought it was a zipper (laughs) that was probably the best part of all the whole show um i can't wait to see this video Oh, <laughs> it's a winner. <laughs> Thank God I'm editing. <laughs> okay, I took a little power nap. Yeah, so you're good? No, but I okay. think I'm better. <laughs> Okay, so Allison <laughs> talked about... <laughs> We're on Thursday already? Yes. Okay. Allison talked about the vague... <laughs> no, I think we got <laughs> We didn't even finish Monday. As you said, you took a power nap. <laughs> Don't worry, you chimed in when you needed to. There was oh a my li- God, it's almost three. There's a little snoring. I mean, it's after three. Okay. I know. There was a Look little snoring. It <laughs> it's your favorite band, 311. Okay. Oh my god. So Allison mentioned <laughs> there was a she, I don't understand why Allison brings stuff up like this because she wants to get I guess advice, but then she has to, it has to be a vague story. So she's saying there's somebody in her life that she just found out did something 35 years ago that's so like super She abhorrent. did not just find out. She already knew this. Oh, I thought she just No, way, she, she had heard of it. Now. But she just remembered it and oh. asked someone and they said, "Yeah." Okay, so and it was clearly her dad. I was going to say it has to be family because she is she would have been ten or eleven. Uh huh. So it wouldn't be. I think everyone in the Facebook group was saying, "Oh, maybe it's Greg." I first thought Greg too until she was getting towards the end. She's like, "Oh, I've known this person for at the time I knew the person." Mm-hmm. You think it's her dad? I'm certain. I was of like, it. it was like 
a friend, but maybe a brother. Because then when she said, and she spoke to one of this person's compatriots, I was like, she talked to her mom. Oh. Yeah. But then they listen. That's a little weird to be even saying it. Well, she just asked her about it. I'm but sure why would you she... talk about it on the show when your parents are going to listen? <laughs> well, she... They people talk. What do you think it is? I don't. Well, she said that he said something with his words to be mean or vindictive. Oh, that's not but bad. I was like, or I think she said that. That's a if it's just words. Me. Yeah, I was like, who cares? They're they're words. So this makes me. It's interesting to hear all of their opinions and their perspectives on vengeance or getting revenge or any of that thing. And I, I have real. I'm more like Ken in the fact that I'm like. I'm going to check you. I'm going to call you out. And by the way, but unlike Ken, I will do it very passive aggressively in a Mm -hmm. nice letter with my horrible words. (laughs) I don't directly confront things, but I definitely, things eat away at me probably too much. And that I'm obviously referring to my old neighbor and finding out where his new house is and sending him a letter and telling him all the things I think of him. How is your new neighbor? You know what? They're great. They I just drive those down the street and wave, and that's about it. They're going to come right. to Friendsgiving, so that's oh, cool. Oh, hello. They came over on 4th of July, hung out with them for a little bit. I did sparklers with their kids. Um, you know, for me, if you're not touching me and the other ladies or my children, I feel like it's a win. Uh-huh. So that's what Robin was saying, that she knows of a teacher or a professor that is a pedophile. And how she was like, I just want to go on the message board and just be like, this pedophile. It's like, it would feel so good to do that. I know because I've done that. But then it backfires because there are people in, even, this is my experience, even in my neighborhood, when I point it out and say like, this guy is a piece of shit. They're like, they almost make it like I'm the bad person for even saying anything. Mm-hmm. Like they make me feel like I'm a piece of shit. And it's like, I'm trying to speak up and you guys are embracing this pedophile. Like how... So I've kind of pulled back from some of the neighbors because they were a little too friendly with him still. And it's like, I don't mm. I don't tell people who they can be friends with, but I'm definitely going to judge <laughs> you. If you know that this person is a pedophile piece of shit and then you're going to still accept them into your life, then that, I mean, that says something about you. Uh, so I definitely have that more vengefulness feeling of I, it feels incomplete if I don't say like it feels like you're not speaking up. But also <laughs> I let things hurt like it's poison in me where i'm like this is hurting me i'm feeling stressed i'm letting this bullshit get into my life where i could just be like that they, they, they're meaningless now just like go away i don't need to stress about it anymore mm-hmm. but i have problems with that anyways of letting go and like i will hold a grudge for a lifetime and i will be immediately mad like last night i was at a different neighbor's house and we were next door to some people that are still friends with these people and the more I drank, it was like the more I was just yak, yak, yakking about like how much <laughs> I fucking hate him. And luckily I was in good company because everyone there was like, yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. Rick uh, Huffman and Debbie Huffman of Bullhead City, Arizona. And mm. <laughs> they're fucking garbage. And these other people were like, no, they're fine. We're going to be friends with them still. Anyway, it's it's hard because it's like, OK, I just want to like, I don't know. Maybe I just need new friends. <laughs> uh, some of them, yeah. Yeah. How are you with revenge? Are you? Do you feel like it's immature to check people or to 
Yes and no. Uh, yeah, it's a wa- because yeah. um, I think uh, what's her face Robin mentioned that we're adults, so we have to like deal with the consequences. If there was no consequences, oh my god, I would be running amok. So, if there were no consequences, would she have said like, "Hey, I'm calling you off for being a pedophile, dude"? So, yeah. here's my thing with pedophiles. Like, if you are speaking out, even if you're going to get some sort of, like, shit at you, maybe you're protecting somebody else in the process. All right. So, um, do something about it. All right. Let's do this. Let's find out who this fucker is. <laughs> I meant in your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, that? Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is what I've been told. I hear it. So, I always think, like... When I hear these stories about, like, you know, someone got into an altercation and something happened. Now they're in jail for many years. I'm like, so you don't care about your family because you're willing right. to risk right. your freedom yes. to be in jail for years. Absolutely. Um, so that's really what holds me back from committing the crimes that I want to. Oh, okay. Because it's like... Yeah, I could do something and I'll feel much better, but the risk is that... Are you talking about, like, outing people? That or, you know, just horrendous acts of violence. Mm. So, I don't have that, although, eh, kind of, but more, I just like to... Because I feel like words are so powerful. Are they? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe it's... To me, because when someone says something to me, like, I'll still remember it for years. I'm like, damn. Yeah, like if someone said Lisa is a poop. <laughs> Fucking man. Or is... Or, How do you recover? Or stupid with two O's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Um, they talked about uh, novelty restaurants. And I've never been to the place that Allison was talking about. But it made me remember. This is a restaurant that we used to go to. Uh, East Coast Jen and I. And I'm surprised because I asked Allison if she had been there before because it's right by the plantation that we lived at that she's been to. Um, Mm -hmm. But this restaurant was called Belial's. And this it was just this awesome diner that had like oversized food. And it was it was built the year that Disneyland was built and it was right down the street. So I I guess all the people that worked at Disneyland, they used to go there and it was just like part of the landscape of of anaheim or whatever when it was uh nice and cool but we used to go there and they tore it down because they were going to build some hotel and then they ended up not being able to zone it so now it's like a fucking outback steakhouse mm, my and favorite yes and like two other stupid restaurants that you can get on every other corner it's like god damn it this place was so cool like it would be a place i would take you to because it's just like a really oh. and maybe it's just more of my thing but i love the old timey diner like weird novelty type restaurants it was just like a very cool place to go okay robin mentioned that there was a pirate place in orange county where is it have you been i have not but it's like pirates adventure or something i think my kids were a little too old to go to it it's sort of like um, medieval times but with pirates let's go oh you know she said santa i think it's in buena park she said santa Ana. she did but the way she she said said it was so weird um, but I think it's in Buena Park, well, let's right go. by where Portillo's is over there. Uh, what? Portillo's? Portillo's? Tortilla? Portillo. <laughs> let's go. What's the fucking hot dog place? It's with the- Portillo's. Portillo's. 
Let's go get my, some tortillas at Portillo's. And then we'll go to the Pirates Adventure. Yeah. Oh, I think that's the Butt Pirates Adventure. No, you're thinking of Medieval Times. I just said it's like Medieval Times, but Pirates. It's on the same that's street. That's on the same, not the same street, but it's on the street nearby. Yeah. There's like three restaurants over there. Yeah, there's Po' Boys. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the Knott's Chicken. I think you're thinking of Doughboys. Knott's Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Knott's Berry Farm? Yeah, Knott's Chicken Coop Kitchen or whatever. They have like famous chicken fried kitchen? chicken that you can go eat. Knott's you Chicken can... Kitchen. Say that three times fast. <laughs> when I even said it, I was like, am I saying that right? That's I don't even chicken, think that's, that's what it's called. Chicken, that's chicken, chicken. There's like a fried chicken. Like you can go to the Knott's Berry Farm restaurant and not go into Knott's Berry Farm and get their yeah. famous chicken. And it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Their rolls are really good. And you know you can base oh, a good yeah. restaurant on their bread. Mm. Much like that Italian restaurant. Also, Red Lobster. Everything there is garbage. Red Lobster. But their biscuits are so good. You're judging Red Lobster on just their bread. That's what I'm saying. It's not a good sign for a restaurant. Oh, okay. If your best thing is your bread, mm-hmm. then you might want to get back to go Basics. back to the, <laughs> back to the back old to drawing the board. board. Yeah, that one. Um, um, so, do you have... Yeah, never mind. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to get all fired up about Nevada, Nevada. But um, do you have anything else from Thursday before we talk about the JMOs? No. All right. There's three JMOs. Did you pick one? No. What were they? Demian can't read a phone number unless there's dashes. Um, Allison, if she would do it over again, she would buy queen size pillowcases <laughs> or pillows. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I learned way more about pillows than I ever knew. I, know. I honestly thought standard was bigger than than queen. But my biggest thing, well, I have a king size bed, but even for my kids' beds that are queen size, I always get king size everything. King size blankets, like comforters, king size pillows. Because oversized, baby. Mm. <laughs> okay, and Emily said walks oh, wakes up. Puts PJs back, so wakes up, I guess she takes a shower, she missed that part, but like puts PJs back on to eat and then gets ready and gets dressed. She mentioned shower. I don't Wait, think I did she? Maybe I don't not. think I heard it, but I think that was insinuated, that you're like uh-huh. going to take a shower, but now why not just go eat first? Cut out the middleman. Yeah, that is weird. But I also thought about her, Robin and Allison were both like, oh yeah, we put our makeup on and then we get dressed. And I'm like, I mean, they get dressed, then they put their makeup on. Mm-hmm. No, the other way around. I fucking forgot. Anyways, I do it the opposite. I get my makeup on first because I don't want to get shit. I forgot now. <laughs> you don't want the cops to come a knocking, <laughs> knock, knock, knocking on Lisa's door. Oh, and they God. say, are you Elizabeth? No. We need you to identify this body. I didn't put my eyebrows on yet. I am mm-hmm. not Elizabeth. Oh, You're okay. like, no, I'm Uncle Leo. <laughs> and I'm very angry. <laughs> Okay, um, do you, is that it? Are we done? Oh my god, it's, it flew by in the blink of an eye. It really did. Yeah. It really did. Like a beaver tail in the wind. Um, BFFs, if you, no, if you, yes, if you'd like to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at bffleeselowry on Twitter and Instagram. Lil Rafe. I, little birdie told me you might be doing another month challenge uh, Instagram situation in October. 
uh, your birdie just lied to you because no, oh. <laughs> but I do have a couple of very late shout outs. Mm, yes. Well, I already shout out Trice, so forget that one. Oh, my shout out to Joanna because we went to a comedy show yesterday. Wait, was it yesterday? No, it ago. was on Thursday. We went to go see a guy whose name is escaping me right now. So thank you, Joanna, for the invite. It was a really good time. Um, and I'm sorry I fell asleep-ish just like okay. this. No, I'm apologizing to her. Oh, I thought you meant this. But also... <laughs> oh, you're not apologizing to me. Fuck me. No, <laughs> you'll get your apology next week. Oh, goody. <laughs> if we're on this thing. I know. If Trace doesn't just take over, he might He might just need to do that. Yeah. What's that eminent domain? Who? When you just take over because it's the be- the greater good or something? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Let's go with that. All right. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. And as a wise man once said, I'd rather be here than Philadelphia. Huh? <laughs> Bye. Centipede from Atari. It could change your life. Help! Somebody call an exterminator!